Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you very much, Chris and Amanda. All right, so James Gunn is responsible for the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. franchise and the show Peacemaker on HBO, which is fantastic, yeah, yeah. by the way. Peacemaker, but I hear it's, it's good. It's so good. John Cena is amazing in it. What's it about? Uh, it's a, He's a superhero, superhero. basically. but That's he's, a superhero show. It is a superhero. Yeah, this is all. This is a superhero yeah, question. Superhero related question. It is. He also is the new overseer of the entire DC universe and decided today that Wonder Woman three is now scrapped. Yeah. Black Adam two scrapped. It looks like a massive reboot is coming. Is this the right move for a DC universe, uh, for the DC universe as it is, or is it? I don't remember what my question is. Is this the right move for a DC <laughs> universe that is lacking, to say the least? There you okay, go. There okay, there you go. All right, so. Are they gonna? What about Batman? Uh, I think they're gonna Batman. reboot it whole. No, thing. no, Batman was fantastic. I love the, uh, the looks, latest Batman. Movie. I don't know I what thought he's it was do, great. But James Gunn is now. It's gonna be under James Gunn, and he's going to do it how he wants to do it. I don't know if everybody's getting rebooted, but they're scrapping a lot of well, stuff. Well, hopefully not Batman, because I think Pattinson was great, and I love the dark. I mean, I thought they did a great job on Batman. Uh, the others, Wonder Woman. I don't really care about. You don't like uh, Gal Gadot? Gal Gadot's great, but I totally get it if they recast it. I, I thought Wonder Woman 2 wasn't very good. I, I liked one, mm. the first one, not the second one. Who was the other one? Henry uh, Cavill is not going to be the Superman again. Yeah, I don't. I I think the Superman movies, none of those have the worked. The Flash is gone. He had the Flash some was, issues. Yeah, yeah. He, went, he disappeared like that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, mean, I understand the rebooting of DC except for Batman, which I would keep the same. Okay, I know this is a big question for you, Momo, but I can't talk about this stuff no. with Mace when uh, when John's here. Correct. So the truth is, I don't pay attention. I don't really know the difference between the DC and the Marvel. You could tell me those things, and I have a recognition, but I wouldn't be able to like, pick it out of a... Right. Okay. Right. You can't look at a Marvel I movie. I do have like, general 10,000-foot views on these things. Okay. 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 Which is, when you flood the market with too many movies, even the good ones sometimes don't get seen. So everybody's raving about Andor. Yeah, Andor which supposedly is supposedly really good. Which is on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. but people aren't That's watching Star it Wars. because I know, but yeah. it's a larger point. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It, because there's so many things. There's so there this is like the third or fourth one. And so sometimes it's hard to stand out when you're the third or fourth one. And and if you're if there's too many Wonder Woman movies and everything's a sequel and everything is like just following the the good one, if it's first, will get watched. If the second one is not as good, won't get watched. It's like I can't even tell you why I stopped watching certain shows that I like. It's not because they're not good anymore. It's just I'm kind of done with it. Well, I think, too, there's right? an overall arc yeah. in these movies, right? Um, and I think it sounds like DC wants to start over. Marvel had that overall arc that led to yeah. Endgame, which was fantastic. And what was the one right before? Infinity where War. snapped? Yeah, that was Infinity War. So good. That was so great. Now, I think Marvel's got a little glut of product now well yeah. there is like the phase four that they're in right now is has been pretty bad actually black the movie's panther been okay. is fantastic well black, kind of forever is great it, no it was they're all good standalone movies but the the whole thing that was happening before i mean they're starting to building to an arc yeah. yes yeah. it was a 10-year arc to get to endgame and infinity war like you were saying so now i think they're trying to do it again with king the conqueror as the new bad guy Just do right? less uh, it's the only thing that's working. Yeah. Right. It's the only thing that's making money. Like Black Adam. Black Adam did $100 million. Did wow. Probably half a billion dollars worldwide. Why would you not make a Black Adam 2 with The Rock? It's, this is, it was pretty good, too. It's all up to James Gunn. James Gunn does not want to have that. Sa- he doesn't have the same vision as so Sna- Zack Snyder. So he's the Kevin Feige. Feige of right. DC now. Okay, yep. got it. Yeah. So there's that one. Thanks for playing, Momo. Okay. Bob Cat. No, I, honestly. Yeah, no, you did good. No, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so Antonio Banderas is now saying that Shrek is probably going to come back. He just did a Puss in Boots movie, and yep. now Shrek could be coming next. The first three were absolutely great. Loved them all. Very yeah. funny. Comedy. Would you be in, Yes, comedy. Would yep. you be interested in a new Shrek movie? Yeah, I thought Shrek was uh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was good. But see, that's, that was my, I, I wanted to make that point about superhero movies. Why reboot stuff when we can recreate new ones? Like, I don't get that whole reboot, recreate, none of that. Why? Well, there are only so many 
DC and Marvel right. characters. So you'd have to invent so, new ones because they're all based on comics, right? Leave Shrek alone. Just you don't want a new no, Shrek. I want a new Shrek. Oh, I, I, Shrek is fine. I think as long I'd like as another Shrek. As long as it's the same people. I mean, you've got kids. Yeah. I, I the thing I loved about Shrek was I think it worked for grown-ups the same way it worked for kids there was enough stuff in there that it was entertaining for a grown-up the other thing i remember this is so random the other thing i remember about uh one of the shrek movies was that i went to a screening and do you remember the guy who finished second to kelly clarkson in uh season one of american idol justin justin guarini had gigantic hair yeah. i sat right behind him and his wow. hair was honestly an, obst- a, still an obstruction a yeah thing. still still a thing what do you yeah. think he's up to you know it's funny you say that because i always wonder who somebody is after their it yeah you know like where do you yeah. go from world famous on american idol yeah I, I don't know what happens to people like that i don't know yeah what happens. did they make even a lot of money in that moment I don't or were think, they just famous? I don't. I think they were just famous. I don't think yeah. I don't paid a lot of money. Yeah. Bobcat. Bobcat. What's up, fool? Bobcat. <laughs> wow. Okay, so this is going to be weird. Yes. So if you guys go to my Twitter, there's a there's a pin mm-hmm. from a, a dear friend of mine who passed away two years ago. Oh. I still have his phone number because I have you know messages from him and a couple videos and a couple like you know audio notes from him. This morning I woke up and I had a missed call. From that number. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So should I delete that number? Because it's his picture, the number, the Was whole Was there a message? No, no, no. It's just a missed no, call. No, it's like somebody else. From that number. So I'm pretty sure somebody got the number. Because, you know, his, yeah. yeah, somebody got the number. It that, wasn't, yeah. It wasn't him, obviously. But it's, is that weird? Should I delete that number? Should, like, how should I save the videos and just get rid of, like, the... That's a good question. I, I, you know, I think you could actually save the contact but delete the number out of there. So you could keep the videos in there. You don't right. have to delete the. You, you know what I mean? Like you could go into edit contacts and just like delete the number. Um, I would out leave of it. it there. Oh, that's There's smart. something actually kind of reassuring about getting a call from the beyond. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. I don't think I would delete it. I, I mean, I don't think they're necessarily going to call back. No, yeah, I don't think so either. But what are the odds that somebody new got that number and then called randomly you? Man, you just brought a new thought into my head <laughs> right what are the odds that okay so it's very ouija board joe, yeah. Blow, yeah. joe blow gets the number right joe blow gets the number yeah I, he doesn't know who jorge is why would he call you and he does it's not like he got his phone right i know did you hit call back no 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 i just it was a missed call like i woke up and i you wow. know, looked at my phone and that's weird call and maybe from like my buddy and see that's where me. i start to believe in signs maybe that's a sign <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, I don't delete the number. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, delete the number. Kinda, that's kind of if it goes it's, again, you need to answer eerie. it. Actually, no, I kind of want you to call back. No, I don't want to. I don't want to call. Wait, back. you, you wouldn't answer, answer it? I don't know. I, oh, I, I, I would answer it you for would? sure. Yeah. yeah, I would for sure. I'd just be curious. It would be really hard for me not to call the number back. I don't know if I can answer though. Oh, that's so weird. Do you want oh. me to call him back? No, that's so eerie. That's so eerie. We'll call him from the station. No, I think I think there are signs. Yeah, that might be a sign. Is there something related to this person going on right now? Is it like a birthday and anniversary? No, no, just you know, it'll be three years next month. So oh wow. So I had speaking of signs. Yes, I was thinking about your Carlos Correa dream. Yes, which isn't going to come true, thankfully. Where's he going? He's not going to the Dodgers. Okay. The Dodgers. There, there was a. Report, I read it. There was a report yesterday that I had the Dodgers. Thought on that. Okay, what is it? You ever hear of a trial balloon? Yes. You think In that's other a words, trial balloon? Maybe that's a thought. It's a thought in the doctor front office, like, oh, we don't want to do this, and you know, our fans won't won't take kindly to that, and. So, so you think they, that's something they're thinking about, and that's something that's in the air, yada yada, and maybe that story gets written, and then they listen, feel the response to that report, yeah, see if it's true. Uh so your theory is, I don't know, it's just a thought. It's a thought that the Dodgers could have floated the idea out there. It, it was probably Correa. based off real conversations. I'm sure it's a thought they have. Yeah, I don't think they do. I, I honestly think the fan base would not accept Carlos Correa. Well, would they not accept him after they've missed on Xander Bogarts and yes, Trey Turner now? I think they still would not accept him. I don't He's know. still Carlos Correa. I think people might soften. Hmm, I don't. I don't. Would you soften? Uh, would you Would you soften on it? No. I wouldn't either. No, I'm not softening but I think, at all. But I think certain people would. I think people like, 
would you want Correa in a va- in a world where you could still have Trey Turner and Xander Bogart? Sure. No, we don't need Correa. But now that the, both those guys are off the board and one of them's playing for the Padres and one's playing for the team that actually went to the World Series still from the no. NL? Still no. Okay. You know, to your point, Jorge, I keep yeah. the last voicemail I got from my father. Yeah. And I, I, I always have it. Here it is. Where you press play. Dad, how you doing, bud? Hey, I just wanted to call in Chucks. It's Pittsburgh for this week. Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'll let you go. I love you. Bye bye. He was talking about the survivor pool that we were in. He was taking the Steelers in the survivor pool, and that's why I got that message from him. Did the Steelers win? <sighs> they lost. Oh, man. Yeah, they lost. Isn't that weird? That is weird. But I always keep that voicemail. Sort yeah. of like you, Hori. I keep yeah. that voicemail. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I always have it. That's the last I heard from my you pop. absolutely should, and you should keep that forever. Yes. Make sure you don't, like, back it up. Do whatever you got to do. I've got it backed up. Exactly. Good, good. Bobcat. By the way, some uh, Carlos said that Justin is the Dr. Pepper guy. Oh, really? Justin Guarini is the Dr. Pepper guy? Good for him. He's like a little guy. I don't know. Good. I'm glad. That's good. So he's got something there. Um, And let's do this one. I'm sorry. I have the wrong one. Bobcat. I have to put Bobcat again. Bobcat. Wow. Wow. This is not going well for me right now. All right. So I got another reboot coming in. Yes. Jackie Chan confirmed that he and Chris Tucker are in the works for to start Rush Hour 4. The first three were really, really good from what I remember, but it has been a long time. Does this one appeal to you at all? Rush Hour 4, Chris Tucker, and Jackie Chan. No. No. Really? No. Why? Yeah. I think we're over-sequelizing the world. Like, yeah. Doesn't anybody have like a new idea, a new germ of, hey, I've got an idea for me. How about if this? How about if that? It's like... I, I think there's we're at a point where we've just got too many friggin' sequels, and they're random. Um, you know, when was the last one? The last uh, Jack. Oh, God. It's Rush Hour be, 3 was... It's got to be at Rush least three. over a decade. Oh, yeah. 2007. Sure. Why yeah. would you revive something that's over a decade old where a whole new generation of people don't know who Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker are? I don't have an answer for yeah, that. Yeah, I would say no on this one. So. I would say no on this one. Momo, are you yes or no on this one? I don't think I watched the first one. See, I don't ones. get it. You do want to reboot the Shrek stuff, but you don't want to do a, another one? Both like, funny. I don't get it. Uh, say that again, Jorge. You want to reboot superhero movies, but you don't want to do an extension to another Correct. Franchise. That is exactly right. Why? Because when you reboot superhero movies, it's a whole new world. You're creating a whole new world. This is just going back to the well on the same old thing. I just, I, you know, there has to be fresh stuff. There has to be new stuff. And there also has to be, like, enough time that's passed. Like, okay, if you said to me, would you watch another Beverly Hills Cop? I'm, yeah. There's been enough time that's passed. I think they're passed. working on that, yeah. That's enough time. But, like, Rush Hour, I it hasn't been gone long enough for me to miss it. Yeah, I would say no on that one. I would say, no. oh, look who I see. I see Anita Marks. <laughs> Anita Marks in is coming person. in here next. Anita, get in- some get some holla, some ceviche. We're eating good in the yeah, studio Yeah, we're today. eating good here, Anita. <laughs> Anita Marks is coming up next. We'll get all your gambling stuff for you. By the way, the bet against L.A. thing appropriate tonight. The Rams are sending out a preseason squad to face the uh, Raiders <laughs> at SoFi Stadium tonight. Uh, Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. PC, uh- Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Um. 
Uh, Casey Clements. There you go. Thank you. Uh, Roger's son. Who, yep. He was awesome. Ben Ruda, who former Yankee pitcher. So mm-hmm. got to talk a lot of baseball, a lot of hot stove. Nice. Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. golf. And yeah. then um, went to dinner last night and heading to the game tonight. We'll be at the Rams game. You know, bet against L.A. Bet against L.A. tonight. That's Which for L.A. Sure. team? Because it's nah, one's, home game. one's in Vegas, one's in L.A. I don't accept them as an L.A. team. But <laughs> uh, but Anita, mm-hmm. yeah, tonight. So you're going to the game. Yes. You know, I'm a huge Rams fan. Season ticket holder. You don't say. Um, are you going to be there tonight? I am not. Sold my tickets like all my Rams friends did. Right. Uh, because, you know, frankly, why go through <laughs> yeah. it if you're three and nine and you're not even going to see the the stars from the team, do you? I mean, you don't want to see Baker Mayfield. So, by the way, is Baker Mayfield going to play tonight? Like, have, what's the latest? Have you heard anything? We hear, we hear a maybe, we hear a possibly, but you there's don't no have official Sean word. Cell phone? You I, don't, you I don't do have, not. You don't have the inside skinny. Right I don't now? think he'd tell us, right? I think even if you had his phone and you bugged it, he wouldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't think he would. I don't think he would. But I, uh, I think we're going to get a lot of. I, again, if if Wolford is is out. I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Perkins and maybe a sneak peek of maybe a series or two with Baker. Yeah, that, that's what I'm assuming. That seems about right. That's and what you I'm know, assuming. they're literally treating the rest of the season like preseason. Yeah, auditions for next year. Right. Uh, that's that's really what they're doing. So I, you know, bet uh, bet against LA has been a successful strategy for you this year. How do you feel about tonight's game, Rams and Raiders? Yeah, I I love the Raiders. Uh, yeah, no surprise. Say that there. again. Hold on. Let's make sure we get that drop clean. <laughs> I love the Raiders. Okay, there you yeah. go. Say it like you mean it. There, yeah. I, there you go. I love the Raiders. Hey! Yes, there you go. For, All right. Hey! For a number Welcome of Welcome aboard. Uh, you know, their their offense has been, <laughs> believe it or not, their offense has been sick. Um, they're scoring on 45% of their drives, third best in the NFL. They're averaging 6.5 yards per play, second best behind Kansas City. Derek Carr multi-touchdown passes in five straight games. And here's, here's something really interesting. Okay. They're... Their special teams is pretty good. When they punt, 50% of the time, the opponent starts either at the 20-yard line or 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 deeper. Or deeper. So I think a really sneaky good prop play, prop play tonight is a safety and you could get that at 9 and you could get that at 9 to 1. A safety. Wow. Wow, because that's think, an interesting Because bet. think about it, the Rams offense is going to be anemic, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So new quarterback, new ish, right? I don't expect them to do much. Yeah. And, no. and with special yeah. teams as well as their punting, Max Crosby is going to have an opportunity to possibly get a safety. So I think at nine to one, I'm playing it. So if you were to bet this game straight, if I was to say, I love the Raiders. There you is go. betting a safety kind of <laughs> like putting down something on zero and double zero all the time when you do roulette, just just in case, or put it on the that's, line. That's that's a pretty good analogy. Yeah, yeah I like that. If I was to and say, and I love that you play. Let's go to come to Vegas with me. Roulette. Like I always, like the one time you don't put that five dollar chip yeah, on the it wheel, lands on it, it lands on a zero I double know, zero. I know. So if you were to bet this game straight up, seven points. If is I it, make is you, it se- is it it's seven. seven yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd play it if you want to buy the hook down, just so you don't. Ooh, that risk. sounds like gambling jargon. Yeah, that's what Nina Nita does. Yeah. <laughs> buy the hook down. Yeah. What's that so, mean? Uh, so okay. So so this line, by the way, this line opened up at six. It went up to six and a half. If you're telling me that it's now at seven, yes. Then um, you, you're worried about the backdoor cover, right? Ah. You're, you're, you're worried about the like. Because like, it's a big number. Well, it's I mean big it's a, number at home. It's a solid number. So what you're worried about is the Rams taking their pedal off the metal in the fourth quarter. Who knows? Sean McVay getting you know crazy and puts in Baker Mayfield, and they cover, which means you know they only lose by seven. Right. And then now you lose. So you can buy it down to six and a half. What you're going to do is you're going to have to lay about hundred and thirty dollars down uh. to win a hundred dollars, which to me I think is worth it. So you can avoid the backdoor cover if that's ah. what you're worried about. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. So oh Anita, oh, Anita so can show you the there ropes. Is... Anita's got oh, it going on. You know. could do. Couple of interesting games this week. I'll throw at you. Okay. Uh, the Eagles are at uh, the Meadowlands to face the New York Giants. A significant game. The Eagles, I've got as seven point favorites. Uh, what do you What do you think? Are the do the, does Philly continue to roll? Fly Eagles, fly. Yeah, I I do. Uh, and and listen, it's hard for me to say because as you know, I'm I'm from the area. I work, yeah. I work for the Giants for about seven years. I was part of their broadcast team. I'm a huge Daniel Jones fan. 
I just here's the thing. Number one, they're one dimensional. It's all about Saquon Barkley. Number two, they held Derrick Henry to Ooh. 30 rushing yards last week. A lot of people weren't expecting that. Jordan Davis, who I felt was the best player coming out of this year's NFL draft, he he made his return last week. And not that he played a lot. But just having him there and, and the guys that they have brought in, Sue, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guys that they have brought in to clog up that middle of the line because for a few weeks they were getting just killed in the rushing attack by their opponent. They finally got it right. And I think we're going to see more Jordan Davis this week. And, and I think the Giants are going to have a really hard time running the football against the Are Eagles. the Eagles a clear Super Bowl favorite in the NFC? Oh, I, I believe so. Yeah. You know, um, the biggest question mark coming in for them, they had so much depth, and the biggest question mark coming in was was Jalen Hurts. Is he the real deal? Yeah. And every time you, you hear, you know, the folks who cover the Eagles talk about him, like, he comes to work with a briefcase. Mm-hmm. Like, li- like actually. Oh, he really? Li- he literally walks mm. into the building with a briefcase. Like, it is all work and no, like, all That's work great. and no play for him. He is so focused. He's so determined. First one in, last one to leave. Like, every, everything I hear about him, it's kind of like Tom Brady, right? Like, Tom Brady drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft. What made Tom Brady so great? His work ethic. Yeah. His, his commitment to excellence. And so that's what we're seeing here with, with Hertz in Philadelphia. So, yes. So you mentioned Tom Brady, mm-hmm. uh, the Buccaneers, and somehow... The 49ers. Somehow, they, Tampa's pulling... Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady is just doing Making chicken salad the thing. Chicken yeah, yeah. Uh, at San Francisco with a rookie quarterback, Brock Purdy. How about this? Here's an interesting little nugget for you. Brock Purdy is Mister Irrelevant. Yes. So do you know? Last pick in the draft. Got the parade. Ryan Suckup was Mister. Oh yes, he was. I was actually at the Mister Irrelevant thing the year it was Ryan Suckup. Yeah, the the kicker. The kicker was so, also Mister Irrelevant. So, so I think this is the first time in the history of the NFL where like you've got two Mister Irrelevants that are relevant. Yeah, right. That are relevant in the matchup. I think that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, the 49ers defense is just so sick, and and even with Tom Brady at the helm, the Bucks offense is just uh, probably just as. Well, I wouldn't say as bad as the Rams, but pretty damn bad. Um, I want to say their last 58, 58 drives, they've only scored a touchdown five times. Mm. And we're talking about Tom Brady, right? Mm. So I like the under here. It's pretty low. I think last time I looked, it was 37 or 38. So um, I, I know it's low, but I would play But you it. still like the under? I do. Okay. I do. I, um, I, don't, I don't think we've talked nearly enough about the Raiders. Uh, just moving on. <laughs> I love the Raiders. Moving on. This is, by the way, Prime Video has really gotten... I mean, they're paying a lot of money, and they're getting terrible games on Thursday night, aren't they? This one's yeah. all right. No, this is uh, it's this not, is not a great fans. game. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: it's not just prime. I just I feel like the prime time games have yeah been haven't cra- been great. Been crap. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, like, lately they haven't been. I'm not, they need to flex better. I, I'm not like at times. I'm like, oh, you know what? I need to catch up. But on, like, if on you were making the schedule at the beginning of the year, this Rams Raiders game on a Thursday night felt Seemed like a big good. game. Seemed good. The Raiders had great expectations. You had nobody knew it was going to be Raiders a, tonight. Nobody any, knew any it was going to be a three-win team versus a five-win team. Hey, you, hey, 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 hey! You should. I, I mean, the NFL. Should, we got five. Uh, the NFL should allow whatever network has the evening game, like, like at least maybe f- like instead of nine weeks, but five weeks into the season, be able to to switch it out because it's prime time. Yeah. You you know you always want to save the best for last. They're paying prime money for it. No pun intended. I I, I think I think always the the evening game should be the best game for sure. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, Anita, thanks for uh, coming in. It's great to see you Thank in you. person. This is, this is fantastic. Yeah. Now I can put a face to a voice, and it's always it, great. D- does to see he Ramona. look like what you thought he did? No, not at all. What were you? Oh, that's actually. <laughs> what were you expecting? I, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting anything. But I. But no. I. I mean. I. I don't. You know. can joke with him. Oh, I know. Oh I, yeah. I, I love goof. the Raiders. Uh, oh yeah. man. Oh uh, that, yeah. That's gonna be. A, that's, that's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. Anita, it's great to see you. Thanks again for Absolutely. coming in, and we'll talk to you next week. As uh, every Friday, or I'm sorry, every Thursday, every Thursday. at 2:15, and then Betalays on tomorrow night, right? Yes, because again, we have a Thursday night game, and also the Lakers uh, are going to lose to the 76ers tomorrow. Oh, jeez. You, hey, bet you, against hey, LA. You named it. Yeah, bet you against named, LA. You named it. I mean, uh, you know, there's a there's a nice way you could spin that. Yeah, bet against LA, win money. Sure, there you go, there you go. All right, coming up next for you, Matthew Barry Talbot, Mr. Roto joins us, Mason in Ireland, seven ten ESPN. Let me tell you about my buddy Jacob and Ronnie. So, imagine you're in an Uber or you're in a Lyft, 
and you're sitting in the back seat, driving to your destination, and bam, you're injured in a car accident. It's not just any car accident. An accident with an Uber or Lyft is completely different than a normal wreck. Your driver is covered by Uber or Lyft, so not only are you dealing with the other person's insurance company, you got to talk to the rideshare company insurance, too. Let me put it this way. Things get very, very complicated quickly. You don't want to deal with this on your own. You need an expert, and my friend Jacob is the expert when it comes to handling Uber and Lyft cases. Years ago, Jacob and his team took on these cases before anybody else. He understands all the nuances involved in this kind of accident. So if you're injured in any kind of rideshare accident, immediately call Jacob. Remember, a lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB, or remember, accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie, call Jacob. Call Jacob.com, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's the Christmas song. The one that puts Mariah Carey on the map every single year. Do you know that Mariah Carey makes $2.5 million every year off of this song? She's made $75 million lifetime. That's amazing. And counting. Did she write it? Have no clue. But she's making she's money. not the only one who makes money then. Oh, no. Somebody else is too. Whoever wrote it, produced it, et cetera. You exactly. Know? Um, all right, change pace. Joining us right now is Matthew Berry, the talented Mr. Roto. Matthew, what's going on, man? Not much. It's, uh, excited for uh, week 14. You know, not out here, uh, not out here uh, making money off of songs that I sing. Yeah, no. Years ago. Exactly. We were just talking about you, but you do have a, we were talking about Marvel. You do have a huge Marvel connection, right? I do, yeah. Of course, I have many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I right. mean, you, I mean, right, well, I mean, like, I didn't know if you want me to get into it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm obviously, I'm. I have a cameo in Avengers Endgame. Yes. Uh, Joe Russo, the director of uh, Avengers Endgame, is a is a close friend. Uh, both the Russo brothers are, but Joe specifically. And uh, I know, obviously, I played in the fantasy league with a bunch of the guys that are in that movie, and uh, so I know a lot of those guys. And yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. It's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, all right. So I don't really have any questions about my team. I am I, I am nine and three and wow. rolling right now. Wow. That's, you know what? It's because you have Jalen Hurts. And no, I don't. I have uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Yeah. Who uh, who is no slouch? And last year, Math, uh, last week, Matthew, I texted you actually on a Sunday asking whether I should play Tony Pollard or Zeke, and you gave me the right advice. You gave me Tony Pollard. I played him, and I won my league. One one for the week. Well, which is fantastic. You, yeah, you'd said it was going into Sunday night. It was going to be a close one. The fact of the matter is, is I don't think I could have screwed that one up because Zeke also had a good game, but Pollard had the better game with the two touchdowns. I'm uh, I'm glad that one worked out. Yeah. How do you know who to play? A lot of people have the handcuff, right? A lot of people have Zeke and Tony Pollard. How do you know which one to play every week? What are, What are you looking at? Well, for me, <clears throat> what I'm looking at with with these two guys is that, I mean, Pollard's just getting more usage. In the three games in which Zeke has been healthy and active, the last three games, Tony Pollard's still averaging over 18 touches a game. So, I mean, huh. like, they'll use Zeke when they get in close. I mean, they were blowing up the Colts. But the fact is is that touchdowns are fluky. We all know this. Yep. Like, you, you just never know. Um, you, you can look at red zone tendencies. You can look at goal line tendencies. But all, all the quarterback has to do is, it's called an audible, and then he, you know, he's bootlegging it out, and all the next thing you know, a backup tight end 
that no one has has scored the touchdown, or there's a penalty in your back 15 yards, and no, the goal line back doesn't get him, they've got to throw, et cetera, et cetera. But you can look at usage, and so Tony Pollard has been been getting the majority of the usage. The other thing is just to the eye test, right? Tony Pollard looks like the better running back. He, yeah. he looks like the more explosive running back, and the concern on Pollard was, well, yeah, but he's a, he's a bit of a smaller guy, and we don't think he can run between the tackles the whole time. They don't want to wear him down. Well, first off, he's not that small. And the other thing is is that, you know, the, the Cowboys, because of the Zeke injury, had to use him that way, and they realized, oh, oh, actually he can, he can handle that kind of workload. He can go between the tackles. There's a lot that he can do. He's a special player, and, uh, you know, the Cowboys have themselves a good one. Um, hey, so I got a personal question. Uh-oh. Okay. I have been rolling in my league because Lamar Jackson has been awesome for me all year. Now he's okay. Out. What? What is there? Yeah. Anyone? Any quarterback out here that like take a flyer on that people aren't watching that might be available in in a certain number of leagues? I mean, uh, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's been a little bit of an up and down year on uh, on on for Lamar. So I'm glad that he he's worked out for you and that you're crushing the two of you, you and Mace, both yeah. um, crushing your leagues. What I will tell you is is that um, uh, I will tell you. Jer- Jared Goff is out there in a decent amount of leagues. Huh. Uh, as of Tuesday, he was available in 50% of ESPN leagues. I'm um, not ESPN leagues. Uh, he may have run that, but <laughs> Yahoo leagues, I should say. Um, but either or. Um, the fact is, is that Jared Goff is not 100% rostered. And so I really like him. I have a call. play this week at home. Yeah, at home against Minnesota. That should be a, a huge shootout there. Mike White, I'm a believer in. I know people are concerned about wow. the matchup with Buffalo. I'm not. He's had over 300 yards each of the last two games. Buffalo very quietly is a bottom five pass defense over the last month. Uh, Jets are basically a touchdown underdog, a little bit more on the road at Buffalo. So White should have to throw. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I also I also think Tyler Huntley, uh, who's replacing Lamar Jackson, uh, should be okay. He's he's had six games over the last two years where he's played more than fifty percent of the snaps. Some starts somewhere he's filled in for Lamar. Um, in, those, in those six games, he's had over 15 fantasy points. He's averaging over 15 fantasy points. If you look at the game log, it's a little inconsistent. He has some big games and some little games. But what I, what I'm, what's encouraging here is the rushing has been consistent. He's, he's averaging 54 rushing yards a game. He's had at least 40 in all six. Um, tough matchup on the road at Pittsburgh this week. But, uh, you know, as a mid-tier QB2, I think Huntley will be okay. Uh, All right, let's get to some questions off of Twitter. Shane wants to know, and there are multiple Cam Akers questions because he two touchdowns last week. Cam Akers or Latavius Murray? I'm going to go with Latavius Murray. And I'll I'll just say this right now. I'm nervous about Cam Akers. I get it. He got the two touchdowns last week. He played 72% of the snaps. Looked like Cam Akers. My concern here is that Prior to last week when he scored 19 fantasy points, he'd had a total of 16.9 points in six games combined. He'd played under 40% of the snaps in the six games combined. And like every, it feels like with the Rams, every week you're like, okay, it's going to be Kieran Williams, and then the next week it's Cam Akers. So you're like, okay, it's, we're, we're in on Cam, and then it's Daryl Henderson. Right. There seems to be no rhyme or reason, at least publicly, as to why running backs get what they, what they get. Raiders, believe it or not, are a top 13 run defense over the last month. Uh, this game could get ugly quick, especially yes. if Baker Mayfield has to start on two days' notice. Like, I, I just, I, it just the whole offense makes me nervous. You know, um, so that's just generally my take. Acres could be great. He played a ton of, a ton, but just for whatever it's worth, we all think the guys in Vegas are pretty smart and. They've set his rushing prop at 44.5 rushing yards. Mm. That's not a lot for Cam Akers. So now you're saying, well, does he get in the end zone? Maybe, but I just, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, Adam Thielen or Latavius Murray in a PPR league? Yeah, give me Adam Thielen um, going, up against, uh, going up against Detroit. Detroit's allowed over 80 receiving yards to multiple wide receivers in four different games this year. Obviously, you know Jefferson's going to get his, but I do think Thielen has a nice game. Uh, Alex Reyes wants to know: Derek Carr or Kyler Murray? Oh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Easy. Yeah, I mean, look, I, look. I think you Carl said because be I think here, tonight. Right? So, I I agree with you. I think tonight could get ugly. I mean, I I I think it's going to be a big night yeah. for Josh Jacobs uh, tonight. Do you agree? 
Maybe. My only concern on Josh Jacobs is that I feel like it's easier to pass against the Rams than it is to run recently. Josh Jacobs had a lot of work um, last Sunday. It's a short week. It's a Thursday night game. They're on the road. Um, he He's not 100% healthy. He's been on the injury report now for a couple of weeks. So um, I think it could be, but if it gets out of hand, there's a defensive touchdown, Wolford or Baker or whoever has a turnover, the Raiders score. Like it just they might go to some Zamir White, Amir Dula if it gets ugly quick. I think I, I will tell you I, on my show today, I gave out, I like the over on uh, Derek Carr at 249 passing yards. I like the over on one and a half passing touchdowns for Derek Carr. So I know sports betting is not legal in California yet, but. Uh, oh, we're still doing it. Like, I think, <laughs> I, of course. And I do think Carr has a, I do think Carr has a nice game here. Having said that, um, you know, Kyler Murray, because of the rushing, that uh, that uh, Carr does not have. I- I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Kyler Murray at home. I know they're playing the Patriots, but the Patriots defense has shown some leaks here uh, recently. I think it's a close question, so I get it. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Kyler Murray. Okay, how about Jerry Judy or Jacoby Myers? Justin Navarro wants to know. Yeah, Jacoby Myers just went into the concussion protocol today, so I'm going to say Jerry Judy by just by default. Worth noting, the Chiefs give up the fourth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. Okay, uh, let's see. Hugo G, Tom Brady or Mike White? Oh man, that's a weird question, right? Um, it's, it's. I mean, I'll just tell you, like I have Tom Brady at 16 and Mike White at 18 this week. Like it's it's basically a coin flip. I'm going to say Brady, but I'm not going to feel good about it. Okay. Uh, Eric Flores wants to know, and he says, if I win, I make second place. Isaiah McKenzie or Cam Akers in a flex? Uh, Here's what I would say. Uh, Cam Akers is the floor play. Isaiah McKenzie is the upside play. Um, You know, I mean, like just Cam Akers is likely going to get you at least like eight points. So what I would say to him is, it depends what you need. If you're looking at the matchup and you're like, you know what, I got this. I just need to get like a lock-in kind of a floor, solid 8 to 12 points, you know, then that's the guy. If you're like, you know what, I'm down. I'm a big underdog here. I need to sort of swing for the fences. Isaiah McKenzie. Because Isaiah McKenzie could have 6 for 100 and a touchdown, or it could be like 2 for 14. Okay, last one. This is, range of outcomes for Isaiah this is Wally Rodriguez, 12-team PPR, Patrick Mahomes, or Tua Tagovailoa? Tagovailoa. Yeah, I don't think you can screw that one up. I have both his top five plays this week, but I have Mahomes slightly higher. Okay, there you go. Uh, so Matthew Berry is everywhere now. He's officially everywhere. Uh, you can get him on Peacock every day. He's got the Daily Show. He's got the Sunday Morning Show on Peacock. He's got the podcast, which is available from NBC Sports Edge. Uh, Love Hate column is always on NBC Sports Edge. Sunday Night Football, of course, and the Fantasy Life app. Did I miss anything this time? Just the newsletter at FantasyLife.com, baby. All right, awesome. That's a lot, man. Yeah, you're busy. You are busy. I'm busy. How do you keep it all straight? Do you have, like, vision boards and stuff? I have people that, I have, I have people that help, and I'll, uh, you know, listen, I'll sleep, and I'll sleep after the Super Bowl. Awesome. awesome. There you go. All right, Matthew, so thanks, thanks a lot, as always, for coming on. We appreciate you. All right, guys. Love you guys. Good luck in week 14. We'll see you next week. All right, cool. Uh, there you go. There is uh, Matthew Barry, talented Mr. Rowan. He, yeah. You know what's amazing? Like, when you listen to somebody who's good like that, like, he just, you could just say this or that, and he knows exactly who that team is playing and exactly who that player is playing. There's no advanced prep. No. Just, like, knows. No, I mean, he's like that. Anita's like that, too, with the gambling. Matthew's like that with the uh, fantasy football. Yeah, the Bills quietly have the the fifth worst defense, run defense over the last month. Right off the top of his head. Right off the top of his head like that. All right, uh, coming up next for you, you wanted to talk a a little something about. Let's do a little story workshop here. Okay. It's little LeBron James story workshop. Okay, LeBron James story workshop. Stay I need your, tuned I need your for thoughts. That. And then we've got Game of Games after that. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Three most exciting words in Los Angeles tomorrow. Mason and Cappy. Oh! Yeah! Me and Cappy tomorrow. We are live from Black Gold uh, for our ESPN LA and Subaru Long Drive-a-thon event. Live drunk. Yep. Can we do a whole take two? Are we recording or is this live? Play the play the open again. Okay, there you go. Thank uh, you. This is Matthew Stafford of your Los Angeles Rams. This is Mason in Ireland on your home of Rams football. 710 ESPN. So tomorrow, me and Cappy doing the show live from 1 to 3 at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda, ESPN LA, and Subaru partnering with the Folds of Honor Foundation for our inaugural Long Drive-A-Thon event. Proceeds raised will provide scholarships to families of America's fallen or disabled military and first responders. You can uh, come on out and hang with us tomorrow, right? That's live and open to the public, right? Uh, no. Oh, it's so, not. <laughs> you had to you had to get actually buy a green Okay, key. you'll have to Good. listen to it. Then. Yes, it'll be fun to listen to. And by the way, I sent a text to Cappy today because I was like excited about it. It's going to be you and Cappy for the first time. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's said, hey, my man, looking forward to the show tomorrow. Going to be fun with you and Mace. He responds, yes. That's it. That's it. Hey, you I know got. what? At least he, at least he responded. He did respond. I was texting you, Jorge, and Mace, like updated photos of me braiding the hollow last night. I was busy cooking, too. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah I, I was I was also super busy last night. <laughs> you, were super, you were super busy with green <laughs> super I was busy. like, everybody excited for my holla? No. Just Greg? The holla okay. is delicious. The holla <laughs> is delicious. Okay, now, walk me through this. We've got uh, right. Game of Games coming up for you in about 10 minutes. Walk right. us through this story yeah. workshop with LeBron. Okay, so LeBron's going to probably break Kareem's record this year. Yes. And, you know, we in the content business are trying to come up with ways to write about that. And what do people want to read about that? What's mm-hmm. the stories in and around that? So we were having some brainstorming sessions and all that. What Do people care? Like is this is this a record that you want to like you Steve Mason would you read one of my long Seth Wickersham length stories? Huh, that's a good like question. Like a 3000 4000 word story. Like if I if I really dive in there. Let me tell you something. And how do we put into perspective what he's trying to accomplish in this? So I'm a short attention span theater yeah. guy. So it's rare that I read a 3000 or 4000 word story. On, on anything. any subject. Yeah. On any subject. Look, I was super into the Andrew Luck story. Didn't finish. It was super long. It was long. And I was really into it. I started. I like at the Me beginning too. when they summarize it. Yeah. And then you you kind of know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. It sounds very tortured. Yeah. Um. It was an interesting story. Now, here's the thing about LeBron. I think what he is doing is extraordinary. Yeah. I think that he is for me either the first or the second greatest player in the history of the league. I think passing Kareem is really significant. I mean, even tying Magic and uh, surpassing Magic in assists. That was big. Was a big deal this last week. Um, I think the thing that will give it a ring is if the Lakers are competitive at that point. And right now they look like they are Ish. obviously throw throw yeah. last night out LeBron and A didn't didn't play yeah. and and all that uh, but for me LeBron passing that record is significant okay, you, so let, you're getting the feeling that it's not no, as I'm big just, a deal I'm just reading it myself so on the one hand when I think of LeBron James I don't think of him as a scorer and yet he is going to have the all-time scoring record right LeBron James to me is a lot more than a scorer he is one of the most complete basketball players we've ever seen. He plays a lot more like Magic than he does like Kareem. Yeah, he's a playmaker. I wouldn't even think of Kareem as a scorer, to be honest. Like Kareem changed the game with how he played, but he was great defensively. He was sort of an icon off the court. Um, they happened to be the best, have the highest scoring totals because they were great at scoring as well, and because they played for 20 years because right. of their longevity. Longevity. And there's actually a lot of similarities. LeBron yeah. takes care of his body, played really well into his late 30s. He's going to be 38 in a couple weeks. Yep. December 30th. Kareem played into his 40s, did yoga. He was like kind of early on in the martial arts, martial arts, yep. all that stuff. But 
I don't know if it's like how big a deal is Kareem breaking uh, is LeBron breaking Kareem's record. I don't know how big so a deal it is yet. One of the things I admire and I think it's very underrated is longevity. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was talking to when I went well, to Lindsay says somebody who has had a lot of longevity. Correct. When I went to uh, Lindsay Theory's wedding last year, I had a uh, conversation with Bill Plachke. Yeah. And, you know, Bill said to me. You know, it's pretty amazing that we're still here and we're still doing what we're doing. Longevity is a hard thing to accomplish. And to me, the fact that you've played 20 years in the league yeah. is significant. The fact that you are able to compete with guys in their 20s. And I mean, it's to me, it's it's amazing. I think this is a great story. I'm a huge LeBron fan. Yeah. I've, be I've become a huge LeBron fan. Part of it is that he was from Ohio. My mom followed LeBron uh, when he was in Ohio. Okay. And then she moved to LA. Then LeBron moved to LA. So there's some synchronicity yeah. there. For me, it's a really big story. Do you not sense that it's going to be a big deal? It is. I just think in our modern, you know, attention deficit world, okay, quick attention span, whatever, longevity is something that we don't value. It's like, I what's agree. new, what's next? It's, it, did, did this, like, I wrote a story on Clay Thompson the other day. It was good. It was a good story. Right. But it probably should have been done last year during the finals. That was really when his comeback was more right. relevant. The Warriors were in the finals. People would have read the heck out of that story then. Sure. They read it they read it now, but it wasn't as in the moment because at the time I dropped it he was he was like in the middle of a slump kind of he, he ended up having some good games afterwards. It's not like I caused it. Yeah, I know. Right. But it's that zeitgeist. It's that are you in the cultural zeitgeist? Are you on the tip of people's tongues? Are you what people are talking about right now or tweeting about or and in a way, LeBron's longevity has sort of hurt him because... We take for granted the yeah, amazingness. We, uh, the guy is almost 38 years old. Yeah. And he's still top, I think, 15 in scoring. He had almost 20 rebounds the other night. He, like, he's still really good. Now, we're not seeing the best of LeBron. The best of no. LeBron was probably during the heat years or early to mid-second second run with the Cavs. He probably had the longest... Peak. Peak. Of anybody I can think and the, of. And the least precipitous fall. Yeah. Like he really hasn't completely fallen off I mean, yet. He's slightly over the mountain. Yeah. He's over the mountain, but not over the not down in the valley yet. Not at all. And it's it's really remarkable. And I'm trying to get out of my own head of like, oh, it's you know, talking about a, a team that's gonna be middle of the pack probably. Maybe they'll get some but it, it's it shouldn't just be about whether the Lakers are in contention or not. But the it fact should be that about they his, are will make the story sell it matters. better. So now there's a part of me that says, well, what's the hook? What's the angle? You got to have an angle. If yeah, angling. right. In a way, isn't the angle just that LeBron is great at is one of the greatest players at the skills that lead to winning, and yet now he's going to be celebrated for an individual record? That's interesting. Yeah, maybe. So you're saying, like his skills are elevating his teammates. His yes. skills are, you know, the way he plays like magic. He elevates every single guy on the team, and yet this is going to be a single, sort of a selfish record in a way. Scoring I, is sort I don't of a. I think it's a selfish record. It just he couldn't help to pass yeah. it. He had to pass it because he's played so long. Yeah, that's why I think the key to the story is the longevity, longevity and the fact that longevity is very underrated and underappreciated. You know, I always think. For example, oh, this is totally random. That's a good point about longevity. It's not just about physical longevity. It's about withstanding everything he's had to withstand. Yes. He is the first superstar of the social media era. Yes. There are other superstars who, who like Kobe was around when the I thought when Kobe social media used social came. media really well. But that was the second half of his career. Yeah. There it wasn't really exist. social media at the beginning of his career. Yeah. LeBron is the first superstar whose entire career spanned that social media era. And normally when you would get savaged. Well, he I guess he, he has. He has gotten savaged. He's gotten up and down and up and down to the point where we we joke about the speaking LeBron and the subtweeting and the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's a on, lot to live on through. Top of that, he's he's living a life beyond basketball yeah. too. I mean, you look at, uh, what was I watching? I watched that movie Hustle, the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, that was movie, good. Produced by LeBron. LeBron and Maverick Carter. Yeah. Great, great movie. I mean, he's got this entertainment arm. He's got the agency arm. Like, I don't know, is there 
very few people set themselves up for a post-basketball career as well as LeBron has done for himself. Because I think about people's peak all the time. Yeah. Of like, what was the peak of your career? You probably have a couple answers. You probably had a several peaks. Yeah. Yeah. On the I've rise. You're peaks, on the you're yeah. on the rise, right? And it doesn't mean that you you have fallen off or anything. It's just sometimes sometimes you're the sometimes you're in the spotlight and sometimes you're not. Right. And the key is to keep going. Yes. When you're in the spotlight and when you're not in the spotlight, it's easy to be good when people are watching. Right. It's hard to stay there. Like you were talking about Bill Plaschke. Yeah. I grew up reading Bill Plaschke me every too. single well, day. Well, I know. I guess not me too. You didn't grow me, up, but you've yeah, read him of it. And, and, and I'll be honest, I don't read the paper as much. It's not like I don't pick up the newspaper every morning like I used to when I was in high school or when I was in college, whatever. Even after I moved home after college. But I still read Bill all the time. Not, right. Not, maybe not every column he writes. Yeah. But, but but enough. I probably 60, 70% reading percentage. Sure. That's that's incredible for as long as somebody's been writing to keep my attention that long. This is a town that actually values longevity. Yeah. I mean, you think about People pay good money for some longevity. Well, you think about I mean, Vin Scully and Chick <laughs> Hearn and Jaime Hareen. Oh, I was going plastic a, surgery there, but okay. Oh, yeah. no, no. I'm t- I'm talking about people who've had You're long right. careers. You're right. Long and successful careers. Now, the catch with LeBron is he didn't have it all here. Right. His best years were in Cleveland and in Miami. In Miami, yeah. He had one good year here. Oh, he had one great year here. By the way, he's been great the whole time. He's he still great. Yeah. He's still great. This is a good story workshop. Thank you for this. Absolutely. It's helping I, me out. I look forward to reading the first thousand words it. of your piece. I'll tell you which ones to read. Okay, good. Thank yeah, you. point it out. That was good. Yeah, Thanks. excellent. Excellent. All right, coming up next for you is Game of Games. It is Jorge's game today, and Tyler is going to play. Uh, who is? I our, think he's going to be good. What's Tyler's official... Ja, he he he's produces in, all pro- the. Yeah, he's a producer. You know, I just put him in my phone. I didn't have his number before. He's in my uh, phone as Tyler he's Radio of, Producer. One of the ten thousand people you know, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I actually no, I actually looked. Look, I went into my contact list. Somebody showed me how to do it. Yep. If you go down to the bottom of your contacts, okay, it'll tell you how many you have. I want you to guess how many I have. Well, contacts don't, doesn't mean you know them. Yeah, it doesn't mean you know them. But okay, I'll I'll play along. I'll play you your reindeer games. Nine thousand two hundred and forty-three. No. You have uh, 14,000. No, less. Way oh, less. less. 2,749. Closer. 3,288. I've got 2,341. Okay. I have, I have 1,693. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but that doesn't I don't mean know we know people. Uh, let's see if we scroll through how many we don't know. We got to Well, you do that. Though, We're yeah. going to get a break. Okay, I'm saying like probably like one out of 15 exactly. of these people. Tyler's going to play. We'll do that coming up next. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. <laughs> All right, here we go. It is game of games time, and uh, it is Jorge's game today. Yes. It's uh, me, Momo, Bergman, and Tyler, who's one of our producers here. Tyler will be producing tonight's Rams-Raiders game. Are you excited? Oh, I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah. This Come is on, the man. one we've been waiting <laughs> I for couldn't be all more thrilled. year long. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so, Jorge, tee us up. What's the game about? Okay, so I just came up with it because Carla helped me. I was making the ceviche yesterday. So okay, got it. Yeah, so the ceviche, ceviche is fantastic. on point. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Ceviche, I've had like three bowls. Yeah. Oof, yeah, so I, mean, good. I have like six. So good. <laughs> Honestly, I could gone. just diet okay. just eating that. Oh, man, I can eat that all day, every day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super it's really good. The hollow's pretty good, too. The, the hollow's excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. So, Christmas. I'm thinking Christmas. Okay. So we took different Chris's since they share this, you know, Chris, Christmas. Right. So name that Chris. That's what the game is. Name that Chris. Name is your buzzer. Name is your buzzer. Name is your buzzer. Name is your buzzer. All right. And here's the first one. This guy is famous for playing Thor. Mason. Mason. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Good, Mace. Who's keeping score, by the way? I am. <laughs> yeah, it it's always so competitive. I'm almost like, good job, Mace. <laughs> I like when Momo stands up, too. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. When she's yeah, serious about it. Yeah. yeah. Get serious now. Come on, Momo. All right. All right. You want to win. Let's go. This, this guy's an outfielder for the Dodgers. Momo. Oh, great. I made the holla. <laughs> Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor, yes. You look Bergman like Chris Taylor. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people say that. Yeah, you do. It's, it's Tyler, the beer. are you awake? Come on, Tyler. Hey, my, my name was Stand in up. that batch oh, of yeah, all of right, us trying was. to chime yeah, in for Chris Taylor. We Christ all went it was for it. Yeah. Let's go. This guy got slapped at the Oscars. Tyler. 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 Uh, Tyler Chris Rock. Chris yeah, Rock. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice <sighs> anticipation. This guy played Captain America. Mason. Tyler. Mason. Chris Evans. Yes. Nice. Yes. And another one. Here we go. This guy is known for his great voice and for lit. Greg. Greg. Chris Morales. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's Bergman 2, me 2, Tyler 1, and Momo yet to score. Oh, okay. like doing a great job. Slow. This one, uh, she, mar- she is married to John Legend. Mason. Momo. Mason. 
Christy Teigen. Yes. Nice. Uh, nice. I was almost there. Teigen. Uh, same difference. Oh, Ty Teigen. I got it right. I think Teigen. This no, no, guy. No, she said. All right, here we go. This guy's a color commentator on NBC. Mason. <clears throat> Mason. Chris Collinsworth. Yes, Chris Collinsworth. Mason nice. four, Bergman yeah. two, Tyler one, Mason Momo yet to scratch. Yeah. This guy, Almost. This guy is known for his Jurassic Park movies. Mason. Greg. Momo. Come Mason. on. <laughs> that is uh, Chris uh, Pratt. Oh, yes, Chris Pratt. There you go. Five for Momo, Mason. this one's made for you. Okay, thank you. Today <laughs> marks the 11th year anniversary of this- Momo. Per- Momo? Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Oh, yes. Oh, it is the 11th year anniversary. I just saw that earlier today, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Jorge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the last one. We talked about this guy earlier on the show as he's making his fourth film. Mason. Mason. Chris Tucker? Yes, Chris Tucker. Hey, oh, wow. Nice. Right okay. Okay. nice. Hey, Dominated. nice job, Mace. Hey, you stood up for that? I rarely, I rarely win these things. <laughs> I rarely win these you things. away with that one. Nice thank work. you, Carlo, for your help. Yeah, thank you very much, Carlo. Your nice work. Point? That's your first point. My first point for the month. Jeez, look at this. By yeah. the way, if you look at the month, everybody's won once. Yep. Did I win? Oh, yeah, I did last did. week. Yeah, Momo yeah, won one. Oh, I won right. one. Jorge won one. Bergman won one. Funches won one. Ireland won one. Tyler, not one one. Tyler. I guess I got to show up more. Get to scratch. Get to scratch. Just got to get in the building. Thank you very much, Tyler. Great seeing you, man. Thank you. Uh, And uh, Tyler will be on the board tonight as we uh, bring you Rams Raiders. Raiders. There you go. Tonight it will be a- Everybody need one of those, right? Tonight will be a- And a lot of people are saying I'm setting up the Raiders for a failure. That's what I'm saying. You did it on purpose. I know what you were doing. It's okay. We Mason listen. is make this is Ben Graham. Mason is making tonight's game a win-win situation for himself. Accept defeat by saying the Rams are going to lose, so he's right if they lose, and saying the Raiders losing is an embarrassment, so he gets to rub it in the Raiders fans' face if the Raiders lose. I'm doing the same thing. So let me let me start by saying this. <laughs> I don't believe the Rams are going to win this game, and I yeah. think it has a chance to be a walkover. If the Raiders lose to this team, then certainly they deserve to be out of the playoff I've, race. I've gotten to the point into our season where I expect the Raiders to break my heart, to give me just enough hope to care again, and then to stomp on it. So we're probably like three games away from that, right, Greg? Yeah. We're going to win another game or two, and we're going to be like, oh, they might make the playoffs. Oh, Devontae Adams. Oh, here we so go. So it's all going to work out so that you're going to have, they're going to win today. They're going to beat the Patriots. Yeah. And then they'll have the, the game against the Steelers to go to eight and seven. Yeah. They'll kind of put you in the playoff positioning. Yeah. And then they'll lose. Then they'll lose. Yeah. I, it's like, I, I just know how it's going to go. We get up at halftime. Oh, it's 17 points. We're going to lose. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you the other. It's been that way this year. The other thing that's going to happen tonight, and you know, I, I mentioned this, I, so I know everybody in my section at uh, SoFi. Yeah, and your people. We were there. Do you have the, a name for your section? Till the Arizona game. Yeah, section two forty six. That's our nickname. You could do a little better than that. <laughs> You're a very clever human. Oh, usually. I mean, section two forty six. Hey, is yeah. that how you like? Let's do our cheer. Us two forty sixers, look out! Come on, you got to work on Two four that. six, we're done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but I do, I do think that it'll be. I hope, I hope Baker Mayfield does play. I Me hope too. we see him. I mean, it, it'll give us something interesting to watch. Um, I, I think that. You know, Baker Mayfield has got a uh, historically has not played well, has has had moments of, yeah. of greatness, but it hasn't really been a solid NFL quarterback uh, despite his experience. I think he's auditioning for a job next year. And by the way, I think Cam Akers, I disagree with Matthew Berry. I think Cam Akers is auditioning to be the bell cow running back for the Rams next for year. For the Rams? Yeah. Could be for somebody else. But um, I actually find myself rooting for baker now do you i think he has had enough getting knocked down that like i would kind of root for him to get back up now is that because of our schadenfreude conversation the other day no schadenfreude i I, you know you know i do that around the horn so we do a lot of baker mayfield talk and every time it's just so negative and then i listen to colin cowherd a lot he's he doesn't he and baker aren't exactly good like i know why people don't like baker i know i listen to Lindsay in there she's like uh well, she, she okay. spurned Cleveland. Yeah, but, but there's a, so there's like real reasons why people don't like him. I get it. But isn't that part of it? The fact that you're talking about him on Around the Horn all the time and he's yeah, not a good that's quarterback? that's part of it. And it's because yeah. he has all those commercials and they're good. And it's it, Nobody likes it when people get things that they sort of don't deserve, right? Right. When they get big stages and commercials and money and all that spotlight and, they, and then they don't d- follow through on it and back and it up. And yeah, we also love... People who come back. We love right. revival so I, stories. I think we he's love... had enough getting knocked down that maybe we're ready for the 
rooting for him to get back up. Well, and I think it's fair to say, I don't think anybody is going to hand their franchise over to Baker Mayfield next year and say, yeah. you're our starting quarterback. Yeah, they didn't even want to do it this year. But can he be the Rams' backup quarterback to Matthew yeah. Stafford next year? Yeah, hey, absolutely. Do you think that there's any possibility, because with the injuries that Matthew Stafford has, he has a spinal cord contusion. Right. And like, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what that means. That doesn't no, sound he's, good to well, me. Yeah, it's a contusion on your spinal cord, even like a bruise on your spinal cord. Sounds but, like something you really don't want to mess with. Right, exactly. It's anything that says spinal cord, yeah, nah, yeah. kind of worrisome. He also had two two concussions in two weeks. Where Where is the injury at the spinal cord? Like what level? I oh, I don't. We don't know. I don't know. That's that, on, that it's matters. on the cord. So, but I mean, like is in it, the neck or the lower the back. We I'm don't know. Not sure. But it's is there a possibility in your mind at all that he's not back next year? No. You think he's back one hundred percent, no matter what? Yeah. Have we have we 100%. asked Clapper about that? Well, I don't. I How don't think you? we want to speculate about somebody else's injury when it's a. No, I just I've never heard of that one. I don't think it's significant. Oh, it is significant. significant. You're no, talking no, about like career-ending injury. I don't believe anybody has indicated that this is a career-ending injury. I saw a story about it, but. I don't know who it's from, so I'm not going to... Yeah, the Rams have said nothing approaching that. Okay, so we're going to stick with that. I just think... I'm just asking you, do you think there's a possibility with those here's, types of injuries? Here's what I think. If the Rams were in the playoff chase this year, I wonder if Matthew Stafford might not be playing right now. Okay. That's fair. I think they... It's one a, minute, one minute. It's a good reason to shut... I mean, a good reason to shut everybody down, to be honest with you. Yeah. Aaron Donald. I mean, this is like the definition of load management. Well, it's not even load management. It's uh, <laughs> like, it's let's let's get ready for next year. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like a preseason game to me. Preseason for next year. Preseason for next year, exactly. Yeah. The preseason has started early. Uh, well, coming up for you, we do have uh, Rams versus Raiders. Uh, Travis Rogers, Kirk Morrison have got pregame coming up for you. In the meantime, want to make sure you know that me and Cappy, I did not. It is official. Me and Cappy. You're at least excited about it. I don't know about Cappy. Doing tomorrow's show from 1 to 3, live from Black Gold. Make sure you are back here for that because, frankly, absolutely anything can happen. Anything can be said. You don't want to miss it. All right. uh, I'll say it. Go Rams. See you tomorrow at 1. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN.